Ready? Cool. Ready? Ready? And go. Hello. Welcome to Gig Tales. This is Gig Tales, <laughs> podcast where we talk about gigs. Okay. We have a guest. Go. <laughs> so that's our intro. We're back. Yeah. This is Gig Tales. We are in the middle of a conversation that was getting very good and yeah. we didn't want to skip it. So we were trying to rush through the intro, but it turns out you can't do it. Yeah. Um, this is Gig Tales. We are still Gig Tales. Welcome we back. Are st- Welcome back. We are still telling tales from the stage, above the stage, below the stage, beyond the stage, behind the stage. Uh, all all but, over. All, all tr- over that stage. Betwixt the stage. Be- betwixt. I like it. Cool. And today we have a special guest who, if you can read, you already know who the special guest is. Yes. I have talked about this <laughs> guest m- multiple times and his musical projects on this podcast in the past. He's giving us very wide eyes right now. Apparently, he hasn't listened to every single second of every single past episode. <laughs> How dare you? I've heard a few. I've heard a few. <laughs> um, but here today with us, we have Mr. Russell James. Hey. Hi. What's up, guys? Thanks now, for having me. Now we can pretend that we didn't. We just took a break to do an awkward intro to a podcast. We can continue with our conversation. So we might Sounds as good. we might as well get it out of the way, right? Because let's do it. Yeah. yeah, let's just do it. Some of you guys and I've talked about you on the podcast, and I've probably talked about you as Chris Martin. But mm-hmm. this is your. You call it a stage name? Is it a stage name, it's, Russell it's James? I'd say it's the new brand, really. New yeah, brand. it's a stage name brand. So t- um, tell us about it. Well, it, it started, you know, I've, I've primarily, you guys have probably known, you know, I played in a band called Scarlet Drive for quite some time, still do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was, you know, kind of a pandemic thing. It was kind of a quarantine deal where I, I had started writing well before quarantine, but, um, you know, primarily before this project, uh, I was primarily writing for Scarlet Drive and writing for a group. Um, and, you know, we were kind of trying to push that a lot. And with everything shutting down, it just made sense to kind of move forward, to keep moving forward. I needed to keep that progress going, right? Yeah. So I had all this music that I kind of cherry-picked a few that I thought wouldn't sound good in a band setting and would really mm-hmm. go as an individual. Yeah. And just thought, you know, maybe I should just roll with, this solo project as a sidetrack, um, you know, and, and kind of create this whole new brand, you know, which is a, a project in itself. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I had, I had the material and I was just, I was ready to go. Yeah. And did changing your name have anything to do with the fact that there is already a Chris <laughs> Martin and that it might cause some market confusion? So yes and no. So <laughs> I don't know why I did, to be honest with you, but, now I've got, you know, I either had the Chris Martin name, which was not unique at all, right? But a lot of people knew it and, or didn't know it, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but then I, I went to a, a name, you know, it was very personal to me because my, uh, my middle name is Russell. Uh, my, my mom's maiden name is Russell. It was a big part of my family. My, my mom's one of eight. I think I have a hundred cousins on that side. So wow. it's a very special name to me. Mm-hmm. And James, is my dad's name, my grandfather's name, my son's middle name, 
my brother's name. So it's a very big huh. family name. Yeah. So I still have, I kind of have uh, both kind of family names in one for a new brand. So cool. and it, it sounded pretty good, you know? Yeah. I think it has a nice ring to it. It does. Yeah. And your RJ Although, makes a killer logo, by the way. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, I mean, it's a little like reminiscent. That. It's a little reminiscent of my AD, but it's fine. <laughs> I, cop- I copied it. <laughs> I copied it. <laughs> I mean, and it's and, and way everyone too rem- else who does that. And that's yeah. way too reminiscent of my BC. <laughs> so I like yeah. I like the sound of RJ too. Like yeah. I I don't know what the science is behind this, but mm. I like the sound of your name, like your new brand. I like the RJ sound of it. Like there's something to finding a name that fits, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it works. And, but the now the other problem is. <laughs> Google Russell James and see how unique it is. It oh, is not. No. <laughs> well, I've, I've run into situations on Spotify where they, they map my song to an, another artist. Yep. And I'd had to go, it would take like a month or two for them to figure it out because in quarantine, yeah. you know, even though everybody's at the computer, it still takes 10 months for somebody to get back to you. Um, mm-hmm. So I ran into that situation. It's it's just annoying. But, yep. you know, you just got to keep powering through. Yeah. Well, and we were, so we were talking before we kind of started here. You were saying all your writing credits, like your songs are under Christopher <laughs> Martin, right? So people are going to, if they look up the Russell James stuff and you see Christopher Martin wrote it, it's, it's he's one and the same. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I mean, I did, I did that with... Uh, I like to do the box thing on Instagram where you have yeah. nine different photos, which mm-hmm. it bothers a bunch of people because you get nine different photos that are like you have to piece together. Yep. But what? I, I like that. it. I did that once. But if you're scrolling instead of like looking yeah. at someone's profile, I love that. And you're like, what the hell is that? And then they, you know, it kind of piques someone's interest and, you know, go to their story and look at the, the box, right? Yeah. But if, if you if you looked at it closely, I took away I, I, I shared my track list my uh, for the album that's coming out mm-hmm. hopefully in the spring, and I had written by and produced by and I had written by Chris Martin Christopher Martin on it, but then I had like conversations with a few people like mainly myself. And I was like, well, I want people to know that the Chris, artist Chris and Russell were talking. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. song name, song name, conversations with myself slash album name. Someone write it down. I know. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I, I kind of want visibility that the artist wrote the songs, yeah. right? So I, yeah. I think that was an important aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I, I actually deleted nine goddamn instagram posts and reboxed it uh to be <laughs> russell james instead of christopher martin social media uh, problems uh, now yeah. when you said you're with bmi right i am yeah. is it difficult or maybe and maybe the other chris martin he's probably with csac that fancy son of a bitch um <laughs> but is it difficult to register like a songwriter name if someone already has that or is that not the same can no. like can there there can be multiple with the same songwriter name? Yeah, they can be multiple. They give you a specific ID that's attached to your your profile. There. What's the one? It's like SAG or something like that, where you can't an an actor can't have the same name. It's something oh, like that. That's right. Yeah, there is one where yeah, celebrities have to change their names because there's already a you know I don't know Will Arnett or whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I yeah. mean it makes sense. Right? But but yeah, from a songwriting point of view, as long as you're mapping it to the right ID, I think. Uh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Plus, you know, you've been getting all the all the royalties for 
yellow for years. So you'll just take that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Speaking of, I just got my 17 cent check the other day. It was awesome. It works both ways. Yeah, both ways. <laughs> oh, man. So, okay. So you've had, I mean, Russell James is the current, like where we're at here, but you've had quite an evolution to get to here, right? Like you, and I've talked about you in Scarlet Drive. I met you in the Scarlet Drive days, um, but there's quite a bit of, of a story here, a journey, and I know you mapped it all out. So give it to us. Yeah. How did, how did we get here? Oh man. All right. So, (laughs) you know, I've been, I've been in the the scene, I guess, and and I guess you can kind of split it into original scene versus cover scene. Right. So I've been in the scene since I want to say like 04 or 05 is when I started um, into my first band. So I was, I was doing acoustic stuff in college. I didn't start till I was a, I was a sophomore in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, you know, playing gigs probably a couple of years after that. When did you start uh, playing guitar? Sophomore year. That's like the, when you started playing at all, even for yourself. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Okay. Um, so I started playing acoustic gigs at school, you know, I was in a frat, so I played some of the parties. Uh, okay. A I lot of things fun. are making fun. sense. <laughs> Yep. Yep. <laughs> and, um, you know, I did a few years with, you know, the acoustic act. They were called Exit 31 because we, it was a, another Tufts buddy. I went to Tufts University. Okay. And Ooh. he was from uh, Walpole or Saugus, that like the southern area. So when he came up, the, the exits are different whether you come in north or south, which is why we chose 31 because it's 31 is the Tufts exit off of 93 north. So, Ooh, which it's all he, changing now, right? Oh, yeah, I don't know what it is. Oh, murder me. (laughs) I'm so devastated about that. But, you know, he's he's still one of my best friends. Um, Despite the exit numbers changing? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, despite that. Yeah, I mean, we we haven't played in a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I I did that for a couple years. And what, like, so what kind of stuff was Exit 31 playing? Well, you're talking back in 04, 05, okay? So you're talking about, like, the Matchbox 20s. Yeah. Uh, yes. Pearl, big on the Pearl Jam and Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes. The, you know, a lot of Guns N' Roses, uh, Brown Eyed Girls. Yeah. You know, it's all that all that crust, mm-hmm. crappy stuff. The stuff that people That's are going to, like, sing along it, to and get drunk to. And, and respond like, to at the bar. Yeah, Right. It's the stuff that we don't like playing now. <laughs> But everybody else loves when you do play. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like, oh, we got to play Sweet Home Alabama again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah. You got to. It, it's now those songs, too, are like fun to, to go back to because they're. You like, know what? I agree now, right? So every once in a while, we'll rock, we'll rock one. And it's like, okay, it was fun. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of lame, but it's not different. It's not unique, right? Yeah. I also think, yeah, the more you play it, like the worse you like it. Wait, that can't Correct. be a good a correct sentence. No, 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 I get it. hundred percent. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yep. you know, you know, did that for a while. Um, I was reading a lot of lyrics back then too. Uh, which like is tough. The album, like the actual, the, the CDs and like the actual booklet that came in the CDs. I would write, I would write the lyrics out and have like notes on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yes. it was rough, but, um, you know, from there, you know, I, I wanted to do a little more when I left college. Right. So, 
you know, after college, I got a little, I need to be moving and doing something at all times. And, and the acoustic band was kind of like once every, every once in a while, you know? So I decided to try to just find a real band. Right. And I, I went to the only place you'd go back in 0405. You guys take any guesses? Fenway, the Fenway area. No, the, for ads, for band. Oh, oh. oh, MySpace, MySpace. No, not MySpace. Not MySpace. It's still around Craigslist. Craigslist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So, um, that, you know, sent a bunch of emails for, um, you know, lead singer ads mm-hmm. on Craigslist. No way. And I got two in the same like week. One was a band <laughs> where some of their, their songs for the, the audition were Mustang, Sally, and I, I guess that's really all I need to say about that. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, got it. So they, you know, they were, for me, you know, and I'm saying it now, they were probably all my age now, but they were old timers <laughs> at, at, at that time, right? And they yeah. were so much fun. They were a great band, and they wanted me right away. They were like, we need the, the young energy, blah, blah, blah. Need, oh. you know, stuff like that. And at the same time, I had auditioned with Andrea from Scarlet Drive mm-hmm. with her band Swerve. Okay, yeah. Which I don't, I don't even know if we had a, a name at that point, but. Okay. And I went in there and I, I told her, I said, you got to join this podcast to tell this story because I went in, I, I learned the lyrics. I wasn't reading anything anymore. I was, I was, de- I was determined to just memorize everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, younger group, more my style, you know, wanted to do the top 20, you know, top, top 30, uh, pop stuff, maybe throw a little country in down the road. But, um, you know, and, they ended up taking me and I, I couldn't tell these other guys no until this other band, you know, <laughs> said yes or no, because they, they were my first choice. So Aww. these other guys are waiting in the, in a wing and I'm Aww. like, God, take, it was, it was a job. It was, it was a job. It's a job offer. Yeah. yeah it was ridiculous. So I'm like, you know what? I, I have to do this. They wanted me. So I'm going to, I'm going to go for this one. It just seemed more my style. Anyways. Yeah, so better it worked out. And Ashley wasn't in the, in the picture uh, at this point. It Not me, other Ashley. We yep. Oh, yeah, actually, allergy. <laughs> and, you know, we, we were a five-piece. Um, and Andrea always says that there were two guys they were looking at that they brought in for a second audition. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll need to get her in here to hear her full side. Yeah, it'll be good. And she, I mean, she, and it's, all, it's all good, right? But she, her side of it is that she wanted the other guy. Right. Yeah. Because we'll, we'll get he was, some deets on him. Because, because he, was, he was much better looking. Right. Where is he today? Who he was, is this guy? He was, like a, he was like a bro. Right. Oh. I wasn't a bro. Right. So, but back in the day, the cover scene, if you had a bro front man. I mean, you weren't I mean, a you frat, though. Yeah. I, I wasn't a typical frat boy. That's a story. That's another whole podcast <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> episode if you want that story. But, um, but yeah, so everyone else like overruled her, and they brought me in. Oh shit! And that's how Swerve was born. Uh huh. So, and Ashley, you know, she's Andrea's younger sister, so mm-hmm. she joined because she would just come to gigs with all her twenty-one-year-old friends. Like twenty, I think they were eighteen when we started. So she was getting into all these places when she was underage, which is awesome for a podcast. Um, <laughs> It was long so, enough ago. I'm sure the statute of limitations on right. recording youth drinking or whatever yeah. has yeah. passed. I had an but underage she, drummer for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, she, she had a blast and she would bring all her, all her friends. They drink for free, you know, 
And you know, when back in the back in the day, it was if if the the women went to your show, the guys would follow. Mm-hmm. So you'd have a big, you'd have a big crowd, right? And yeah. we had such a blast doing that, and it it, it took up a lot of time. We were doing. You know, eventually we were doing two to three nights a week, right? Along with everybody else having mostly full time jobs too. And you were saying so, this is the cover band, right? This, this was, was cover, cover band, band at this yeah. time. Okay. Do you guys know a band called Central Basement? Does that ring a bell from back in the day? No. So the cover scene was very niche back in back in the early two thousands. Yeah. Right? There, there were only a handful of them that were playing like the big like cover venues, right? Okay. Like tennis days. Uh what's the one on the other side of the street down there? Um, oh, from what? From Hennessy. on Union Street. Oh, Union Street. Hennessy's. Oh, they're all gone now. They're all. Hennessy. Yeah, they're all. Most of them are gone. Hennessy's. The, I mean, closed. the Purple Shamrock too. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's there. What, um, what was the one all the way on the other side of Union Street near the parking garage? Why am I forgetting? Uh, regardless, anyways, that was. <laughs> well, that's going to drive me nuts. Me too. Um, the one I mean, we all have computers. I can probably just look it up. <laughs> I know the one you're talking about. It's like by the Union, that Union Oyster House. Yeah, it's yeah. It's Everyone at home is screaming from, right now. Oh yeah, exactly. They it's across it. the way from the Green Dragon. I know exactly oh. what you were talking about. I used to go there to watch the Celtics all the time, and I. Yeah. It's not the littlest far. I'm thinking of that's more like down towards Government Center area. The Great, um, the Great Farm. Yeah. The littlest, no, the littlest bar. It's gone. That's gone. It's gone. It was a little bar. Um, I cannot recall, and I know exactly which one you were talking about, and I used to go there to watch Celtics games all the time. There's a picture of me in front of it, like going like. (laughs) It'll come to us. Like, let's let's move on for a minute. Anyway. You know, we were, you know, and, and is it the bell in hand? Is it the bell in hand? That's the one. Bell in hand. Thank you. Thank you for goodness sake. <laughs> uh, we got there. We got there. Oh, everybody take a shot. Um, <laughs> so yeah, tea, we were, doing, we're old. I know. We, I'm drinking tea too. I'm lame. <laughs> should probably just say it. Vodka and tonic. I know. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, but you know, central basement was one of the biggest local cover bands in the area. Okay. And you know, we were, You'll go out and scout them and scout their song list and scout their energy and, and kind of oh, scout what they do, right? Because we wanted to be like, we're going to be better than you guys, you know, blah, blah, we're going we're gonna to rip this. But that would be our night out, too, you know. We, we'd just go in and, and hang out. We'd leave. We'd be like, oh, we can do that song better. But they were so good, you know. <laughs> um, and, you know, we, we took that approach and, you know, created this – I wouldn't say it was a brand because we weren't really – doing much with it as far as the brand is concerned, but we, we created a great following uh, from a cover band point of view. Yeah. that's. I mean, you guys are, are all, I've heard you play just like more recently in just kind of like casually, but I mean, you guys are awesome. It's like great musicians. It's, uh, there's something to be said for, at least, you know, at least for myself, Andrea and Ashley singing together for so many years. Mm. You, you almost adopt the other's techniques, which is, which is great for harmonies, right? Because oh, you almost yeah. have, to ma- you have to match, right? You have to match yeah. technique in, in a way. Yeah. Um, and they would say that it's easier to match me now with this because when I when I shake and I'm stopping, <laughs> it moves. So it's almost a vo- like a, a visual cue for them to know what I'm doing. For everyone listening, yeah, Russ, Russell, <laughs> comma Chris has the most fucking boss beard I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> He's talking okay. about his beard shaking when he sings. 
Sometimes the gray move. stripes move together like like a lobster claw, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. It's like, like expressive. Now, it's was great. it like that before <laughs> quarantine, or did you take the old pandemic to like grow it out a little? No, nah, this was seven years, I think. Seven or eight years. You're before not a- then, if, if you saw some pictures of me back in the day, you'd be like, I think we need to post man. some on our social media. No, this, no, this you week. don't. Mm, <laughs> do not. We'll dig them up. I'll, I'll, I'll get them from the girls. Oh, it's rough. <laughs> I, I don't know what's under this at this point. So I just got, but you know, this, this kind of, this kind of grew, um, when I started losing a lot of this. So I'm just kind of compensating. Yeah. I'm pointing at by the way, I keep saying, I keep forgetting I we're know, just on a podcast. Not, <laughs> I know. But, the mask yeah. thing, like, so Tom has to wear, like, a mask all day at work, and he gets, like, the mask crease in the beard. This is, like, a oh, thing. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. People, people don't understand <laughs> our frustration, Tom. It's really, really. I dumb. wear, I actually have a long one that yeah. that goes off down. But yeah. it's, like, it's, a, like a beard sack? Like a beard bib? <laughs> oh. Yep. Yeah, Tom, you need that. one, man. <laughs> he needs it. It, it. it does the job. And I can actually fold it so this part is in, like, it's a neck thing. You put it over your yeah. neck, but I'm using it to go in here yeah. so it doesn't mess anything else up. Yeah. It's really beard, beard, bib. beard, beard tips, beard mask tips. Life, life yep. Nice. Okay. So we're in Swerve. We're killing it. We are scouting other bands. And um, Swerve, Swerve, Swerve was. I mean, again, you could probably do a whole nother episode on Swerve, but we went through so many iterations of players. We will. And we had, like, we called it the dream team come together, like, probably one or two years after we started. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're all still unbelievable friends. Um, you know, but that's kind of the musician, uh, I guess you could say gang or, yeah. you know, bubble yeah. that we out in and we still do today yeah you know it's just you know some of our uh tastes have changed and we're all kind of doing original stuff now and and kind of taking gigs as they come but um you know it was a phenomenal group of people and i'm, I'm just lucky that i got to continue that with andrea and ashley to be honest yeah yeah i mean do you, do you have any um like a, a most memorable swerve gig there were a couple okay and one of them, and this is, and, and when you sent me the list, be like, hey, think of some stuff, you know, think of some crazy tales. These two came to mind um, first. And they're, you know, one's a small story, one's a little longer. And one's stage story, one's party story, right? All right. We'll take them all, baby. Yeah. So there was, and let me see if I can paint the picture here. So we had a gig in Connecticut. Now, I forget what it was, whether it was like Rira or something, mm-hmm. but it was an awesome stage um, on an off night. Didn't have a huge crowd, uh, but obviously, you know, when you're trying to get in a, into a place, mm-hmm. you're usually there on an off night first to yep. prove yourself and, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, game. see if you can ask that, right? So, you know, we're, we're up on the stage, we're, we're killing it, and not, not a huge crowd couple drunk people obviously which you know there's never a, a lack of <laughs> yeah. and you know one guy is really annoying our bass player right to to the point where it's it's getting out of hand right and i think in, at one point in what way how is he annoying the bass player so there's no, you could walk right up to the stage 
at this place. No, yeah. you know, and he was literally trying to like play the bass while, you know, while we do not approve no. of that. We exactly. hate that here. Tails oh. takes a strong stance against touching anyone else's instruments. <laughs> Correct. Yes. And, and this guy would just not stop. He was kind of heckling him a lot, too. Um, he actually at one point got on the stage. And <sighs> our bass player threw him off the stage. <laughs> like, th- literally Good. threw him off the Good. stage. So at that point, that, that guy got kicked out. And this was semi towards like the end of the night, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we're coming up on probably the last two or three songs, mm-hmm. and you know, our bass player knock, you know, throws this guy off the stage. <laughs> Hilarious! We're all laughing, okay? Of like, of course, you deserved it, you dumbass. Yeah. And you know, the 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 owners got a little upset mm-hmm. at our bass player. That's always right? so and, hard. Oh, I know. I know. Because you're right? like, I, I'm technically like, I, I'm working here. But like, also, the fu- like, why aren't you doing anything? Like, why? Yeah, why weren't they security doing there? something or, about that guy? Yeah. Yeah. And it will, I mean, they say it was an off night, so there wasn't a lot of security there. They didn't yeah. need it. Right. So, well, okay, thanks. But, <laughs> um, so, you know, the, the sound guy's kind of taken the owner's position too. And they're getting a little upset and our bass player is getting more and more upset. And, you know, all of a sudden you hear like a break. All right. And I look over and our bass player broke his, his bottom E just took his hand and just ripped it, just ripped it right right off. No. And then he kept playing. Okay. And we were playing footloose. All right. I remember vividly. He was ripping Footloose, and in the middle of the song, he just he ripped one string out. Okay, it's always I, it's always the most inappropriate song for the situation. Right? Like so, always. I mean, if you're a bass player, Footloose has a shit ton of notes if you're playing it right. Okay, if you really <laughs> listen. Two seconds later, he pulls the next string out. What? Okay. What? Still playing. Doesn't miss a beat. Doesn't what? miss a beat. Okay. And I think it was a four string. I think he had a four string at this point. Another two seconds later, <laughs> he pulls the third what? string. So now he's only got the low G. Oh I think God. it's a G, right? It's a low G yeah. on the bass, whatever it is. <laughs> and he is playing the rest of Footloose with <laughs> one string and crushing it. We are all dying laughing, okay? And, you what know, we don't know how proving? we do it. <laughs> it's just, it, yeah, it's not proving anything. It's like he's just doing it. So the other part of it, too. Uh, the song ends and we have like encore set for like three or four songs. Yeah. Nope. He ripped the, nope. the last string out. Mm-hmm. No strings on his bass anymore. <laughs> and we were like, good. We didn't want to finish anyways. And we packed up. Oh, <gasps> why? 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 Did he had no strings left, so we couldn't do an encore set. <laughs> he was just pissed. And he was, yeah, he was, like- I, I, I totally uh, take his side. Cause oh. everyone, everyone was just not, not taking care of the band. They oh, yeah. were, we were, at us for stupid stupid scenarios that are out of our control that yes. they should have helped out. Yeah, it's but, just an odd move to then like destroy your own instrument. Like, <laughs> yeah. I for the record, oh, yeah. I, I, I broke strings. I mean, it wasn't anything yeah, yeah. big. So for the yeah. record, I I one hundred percent am on him on his oh, side. Yeah, we talk about that all the time. Like, and and you know, like you said, first of all, security is never good enough. Ashley says all the time, you point out people. Huh. to security and they're like yeah 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 they don't do anything and, and they're never you know, there they're always missing you, when the shit goes down 
And to your point, if you're saying, well, it was an off night, there wasn't that much security there, then they should have been on this one thing where, like, someone was posing a real problem. And I get it, but I guess I just don't understand the ripping of the strings. Is that just in protest? He was like, I'm ending this? Is that what it was? It had to be in protest to be like, well, you know what? Screw you, you know? And Mm -hmm. But the only reason I remember the story is because... (laughs) He friggin' played Footloose with one string. <laughs> okay. Like, like I'm not how even do you, mad. You do that? I mean, he's still, he's still one of our good friends. They're good musician friends. Oh, um, man. You know, and it's, it's a riot. I mean, this guy's a phenomenal. <laughs> wow. He's phenomenal. So, I mean, that just tells you right there. He's unbelievable at bass, right? So, uh, but, but to have that in a, in, a, in a live gig, it was just, it was memorable. Yeah. You know what I mean? We gotta have him on. He sounds great. I know. Yeah, he'd be right to have on. <laughs> We'd love to send him our way. Oh man, I do. I think it's so weird how, and I try not to be too judgmental because, like, I have friends that are bar security, and I get they have a hard job. But there are def- I can think of at least three occasions now. Four. I'm going to include that one in it, where there was like. Someone being so aggressive, like actively kicking someone, and we were going to security, like, you gotta do something. This guy is like kicking this girl, and they're just like, mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? do something. Yeah. I mean, I've had scenarios security at Hennessy's has, can we say bar names yeah. here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've, they've bailed me out of situations Ooh. where I probably would have got my ass kicked, to be honest with you. Oh. Well, that's but, good. You know, I, and the best thing to do when you're a band like that is to make friends with those guys. Cause usually oh, they have the best stories. First of all, they're awesome guys, right? Like we, yeah. we had a great rapport with all the guys down at Hennessy Schoolie house. So whenever we got there, you know, we, we just have an absolute blast because mm-hmm. they all just loved us. We, we hang out and, and party with them. But nice. um, if, if you're listening and you, you have, that's my bit of advice, you know, make friends with all the bouncers. Yeah. I think I think we should also have a bouncer on to hear their side of the story. Well, I would... Terry, we went to school with one. We oh, yeah, that's right. One. I should ask You him. should. You should get him. I'm, I'm currently <laughs> looking up on my phone right now to see if Hennessy's is still open. open? I know. <laughs> I so, don't think it is. Okay, so you, you, had another, you have another swerve one, right? Hennessy's might be. I don't think Hooli House might be. No. In, uh, Hennessy's is open. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, wait, but how can it be open? Because so all the bars are closed, but it's not permanently closed, I guess, is more. Yeah. The point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah that, was anyway. a, that was probably a recent closure. Maybe. Like just for the, just for. Yeah. Pandemic, just for the next like month or so. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or how long it's going. On. Right. Who knows? Um, okay. So you said you have another swerve one. Um, you said you had two, right? <laughs> I mean, the other one's kind of, I mean, that's kind of the situation. We had some awesome gigs where we, uh, had a great, uh, bar down the Cape have us down for weekends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was a time when I bleached my hair, whatever hair <laughs> I had at the time. I had like, <laughs> hair. and, you know, we go back to this shady hotel, uh, you know, with all of us. And we just walk around, you know, the place naked and drinking whiskey. And, and it was it was a crazy oh. time. That's it. I mean, I'm not getting into it any more detail of that. But, you know, it's just it's a lot of small stories like that. Yeah. That make you that make you just look back and go, 
you know what? That was a blast. Maybe it was dumb <laughs> as fuck, but yeah. we had a blast doing it. And mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if I'd do it again, but <laughs> you know, we, we, had, we had fun doing it. And we had fun I doing wouldn't... it with fun people, with, with friends, you know yeah. what I mean? I wouldn't do it again now, but like if right. I could go back in time and relive things like that, I would go back in time oh, and yeah. relive things. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. so from okay, Swerve, so, then where do we go? What's the uh, take us on the on the journey? So continuing on the journey. Let's backtrack a little bit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So have you guys ever heard of a, a show called Nashville Star? No. Yes. So this was something that it's not on the air anymore. It only went for a handful of years. Right. Um, the I think it was the first or second year that they had it. I actually made it all the way to the regionals in Baltimore. Yeah. But this was funny as all hell. This whole okay. Great. Great. So, all right, and, and. let me preface it. All right. So first of all, you had to submit a cover and an original online first to get primary voting, primary, uh, you know, judging. Yeah. And this is a TV show. It's on. It was on uh, USA. I think it was on USA. USA. Okay. Probably after that American Idol, like outbreak of yeah. music show. Okay. Yeah. I know. I know that Chris Young was, was famous for. Was he? Getting started on the national. I'm pretty huh. sure. Wow. Unless it was the voice and I just made that up. <laughs> but, you know, it was it was fun because, you know, it was it was similar to American Idol, except it was country. Mm-hmm. Right? It was dubbed as like we're gonna find the next country star. So you know, I, I remember sitting in my uh in my college room and I was at the frat at this point, right? And I'm in, you know, a a, a tiny room with a common room, common area, and I, I found the audition deadline like the night that it was supposed to be in. Of course. I didn't, ha- I didn't write any original. I haven't had any originals. I didn't write anything. So, and I had only been playing guitar for like a year and a half. Right. So I'm like, Oh crap. I got to get something in. So, you know, I, I recorded myself somehow. I think one of my buddies downstairs had, cause there were a lot of musicians in the frat, right. That were just, Oh, Hey, I've got a guitar. I'm going to pull it right out and let's play some, let's play some journey. But brown eyed girl over and over and over again. Right. Right, maybe some Dave Matthews did a lot of Dave Matthews back. Then. A lot of Dave. But People who really know him call him Dave. You know. Dave, yeah, okay, okay, fair enough. So I, I get that's, this. That's not me. That's not me. I just <laughs> disclaimer to everyone: I'm not that person. That's just uh, something I've heard from people I don't care about. Okay, I can confirm. I just looked it up. Chris Young was a winner. Also, Miranda Lambert was on the first season, and she came in third. There you oh. Go. See? Mm-hmm. So Rude. I think Miranda Lambert was the year that I was in it. Shut up! Are you serious? Two thousand three. What year was? It? Oh, hundred percent. That was the first year. Mm-hmm. So I started playing in two thousand one. Remember that. So I am sucky at best on guitar. Okay, <laughs> and I started singing in two thousand one too, like wow. in front of people. So I submit the tape. Like not knowing what the hell is going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. I, I did like a verse and a chorus because that's all they asked of an original that I wrote that night, just quick. Right? Yeah. Quick, quick question: Stuck. How Stuck. are we? How are we? How are we submitting songs back in, in two thousand three? Oh man! So this was, I think it was an export MP three, and it was just an email or something. 
Yeah. Uh, I think an that's attachment. Yeah. yeah. Some sort of attachment. zip file. <laughs> or like an upload to a to the National Star site. Maybe. Mm. Oh, well, that's kind of ahead of the time for yeah. 2003. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't remember. I just made that up. I submitted it somehow. <laughs> I really don't know. Oh, no. I had to put it on CD and mail the damn thing. Stop it. I You had to have it postmarked by a specific postmarked date. Postmarked by a specific date. So, yep. Yeah. So I had to, I had to finish it that night so I could postmark it, uh, the next day. Right. Cause I had classes all day in hockey that night, the, the next night. So I couldn't do anything else. So we're really going back kids. This is, this is yeah, what man. it used to be like. You're testing my memory at this point. Ugh. But so, all right. So I submit that. And, you know, a couple weeks later, I get a call and I'm sitting in one of the dormitories, like one of the mess halls, right? The, the food halls, food courts, whatever the frig you call me. Food hall. I like food hall. food hall. I don't know why I call it a mess hall, to be honest with you. That's not what it was called. But, um, you know, I got the call and they're like, hey, you know, we got your submission and we want you to, you know, you, you've made the first round. I'm like, oh, great. What do I have to do? So it was at the Bull Run restaurant. You guys heard of that? Yeah. yeah. Shirley. Yeah. So, you know, I think there were probably around eight or ten of us that were able to come in, do one song in front of a live audience. It wasn't tape. This wasn't tape. This was like preliminary. Yeah. And they had judges there that was, you know, chosen because they were around the industry in that area. Mm-hmm. And it was put on by one of the local local uh, country stations. So, and, sorry, interjection. Yeah. When, yep. how, when, how, <laughs> what? <laughs> how did you get into country? Because you weren't doing your acoustic duo wasn't country, and it was, no. it, and you were you were doing like Matchbox Twenty and all that stuff. And we grew up in New England where country wasn't cool until like a few years ago. So, what? How did you even know like country music at that point? <clears throat> I've been listening to it my whole life, to be honest. My, my parents are big in it. Um, nice. I've been going, going to New Hampshire since I was, since I can remember. We got a, a place yeah. up there. My parents got a place up there. So, you know, we'd always be, you know, cruising around with the Garth Brooks and Brooks and Don. And cool. I so kind of grew up on that. It. Right. But yeah. then in college, you know, I, I experimented with, you know, new the, metal. Yeah. I mean, I was a big boy band or two back in the 90s. But, oh, um, yeah. you know, we had, the, you know, I, I kind of went with each trend as the as the centuries sure. went on, right? Yeah. And you know, as the centuries went on. <laughs> centuries. Oh my God, did I sound old? But you know, I, you know, with the pop stuff, loved it. You know, yeah. I, I went a really big dance electronica phase in college because I had a buddy who loved doing beats, so mm-hmm. I went through that. Like, I, I've got a lot of influence. Okay, right? a, country has always been there for you. Yeah, country has always been kind of foundation right cool okay all uh, right so so we're at the bull run all right this is back back to the national star round one yeah, yeah. Right. we're at the bull run and I, I as i said before my family on my mom's side is huge okay big like she was one of eight every one of them had kids and most of them have kids now so you know we're talking over 100 cousins all mm-hmm. right when i told people about this there was an overwhelming response, right? So we, uh, I, I was able to pack this place. Got it. Family members. I think we had two or three full tables mm-hmm. full of people. Mm-hmm. So before, before the show started, 
you know, I, I pull some of my louder family members to the side, my mom being one of them. <laughs> and I say, listen, <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> At this specific part in the song, I'm going to stop playing and go a cappella. And I want all you guys to stop clapping. Mm-hmm. All right. Like I, I, I kind of force fed the energy to them. Oh yeah. Yeah. You planted it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So then when the time came and the song I sang was, but for the grace of God, which is ironic considering my Christian rock history lately. Right. <laughs> Ashley. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. By Keith Urban. Okay. <laughs> so, so there's a part in there where I kind of change it up and I just go acapella for like the last, one of the last out courses. Right. Mm-hmm. And my family starts clapping. All of a sudden, the influence starts hitting and everybody starts clapping. Of course. So I feel like that's what propelled me to the next round. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Which was at the Lowell Brewery. Yeah. <gasps> oh, okay. wow. Yeah. It, was up, it was an upstairs, like where the pool yeah. tables were. Yeah. And it was another, another radio station deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, but this one, you know, the, the bull run, you had to do one cover. Mm-hmm. And it was a, you had to choose from a list, right? So I chose very carefully. <laughs> and this one, you had to sing the cover and then sing an original. All right. Okay. And I brought my buddy along because I am not, I was, I am not good at guitar at this point. Like I can barely play a D minor, which was in that damn song. That one's hard. It's a tough one. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I brought him along cause you could bring someone to accompany it. And, you know, we, we get out there. There's, there's one clear person who was clearly going to win, right? She was great. Her, her covers were great. Uh, her original was really, really good. So she was kind of the front runner when we first met anyways. How many people in this round? It's been like whittled down to a few or. Yeah. So this is the regionals. Oh, well, not really regionals. I guess it was state. Yeah, second round local state. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> so I think there were five or six, right? Cause now, you know, you're doing two songs instead of one. Yeah. Same right. time. Right. So, you know, I get up there. I got pictures of this. Yes. Guys, the bagginess of the jeans. <laughs> I had I had a black button down that was like wicked tucked out, right? Like oh two sizes too big, no beard, cowboy hat, no stage experience. Right. Beautiful. It was it was a nightmare. Right. I, I did well with the cover. When the original came you know, I, I didn't think I did very well. The song was, <sighs> it was horrible. Like I'm looking Aww. back at it. Some, some of my family members still want me to like do a new version of it. Yeah. But it was called. Yeah. Was called I want you to. Stone Cold Country. Okay. Yeah. I love, I love their ice cream. <laughs> it was brutal. Okay. I was, I was, I think I said every single whiskey manufacturer's name in the song. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was brutal. Okay. Mm. And it was a low register. Like it was just not good. Right. <laughs> so, but I left there having a, having a blast, right. We yeah. had a blast, played a cool show in front of a bunch of people. Um, you know, didn't think anything of it. No, knew, you know, they announced the winner that night, you know, I knew it was going to be that person, you know, congratulations, congratulations, good stuff. So fast forward to a couple weeks later, I get a call from the Nashville star people. They're like, listen, Chris, we liked you a lot. We want you to accompany her down there, and we want both of you to go to the regionals in Baltimore. What? Like, what? <laughs> are you sure you're the right? Is this Russell James or is this Chris Martin? Like, what do you got? <laughs> what are you doing? 
So I'm like, this is this is awesome. I'm pumped about it. Right. So this is like the TV show. This is where you know I was in front of the actual judges that were on the show. No way. Live, live, live television. Oh yeah. Um, you know, still again cover song, uh, and the original, which I, I did the same one. Brutal. But this you was a did it again. Well, you had to. All they, you had, you, right? Yeah, you had to. They they said you know you have to do the same one. Right, because it's a different set of judges, right? Oh, right, right, right. Uh, and yeah. they already had uh, a recording of it, you know, for like logistic purposes, right? Sure. So, but that was acoustic. They had a full band backing you for the cover. So, you know, you get down there for, you know, um, a couple days before, you know, the day before, there's a, a full rehearsal where you go in and meet the band leader. You go over the changes for the song, because I had some changes in that song that I was going with. I shit you not, this guy, I played the song for him. He looks at me dead in the eyes. He goes, that's not the right chord. <laughs> You're playing the wrong chord right there. So I'm like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, what are you playing? What are you playing? Is that a like a, a B over G? Or is that a, like, what is this? What is this? He used all this musical terminology on me that I'm, I'm like lost in the woods. Okay. It's like, oh, well, I'm just, I'll just cut out there then. I won't play. <laughs> You guys, you guys are playing anyways. I'm background. I'm background music for my guitar. You guys, you guys uh-huh. lead it. Oh, so but he got a good crack, like a good kick out of it. We we, we were fun, <laughs> you know. But it was it was cool to have that aspect of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you know show come show time comes. I had some family come down there with me, uh, you know, blast. But you know, I went up there, played the song. A lot of good people and a lot of good talent in this, and very intimidating. Because what they did was they handpicked a bunch of models to be the crowd. Of course, of course. What? They're all on TV. They yeah. had like they, they got actors and actresses and people that were that Hot would people. send in a, a solo portrait shot, right? And they'd say, "Okay, we want you to come in." Then they paid them to to be the audience. Oh. And everyone that was part of the bands that went down there. They had to be behind a certain level where they weren't seen on camera. <laughs> Terrible. There was a roaming camera that was going around that picked up pieces of it when people were playing because mm-hmm. you know they knew their family was there. So there was, you know, my sister and my mom got on on you know on the show because it was just like B roll when I was. Playing. It was it was fun, but you know, for the majority of it, it was you know the three <laughs> three judges and then all these really good looking male and female people down front. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, you know, we, we go through the motions. I, I do my song. I do the original. The original's acoustic. And then you get to sit there while the judges pick no. you apart. Okay? Oh. Right? So the only one I remember <laughs> is one of the judges looks, I think it was the guy judge. He looks me dead in the eyes. He goes, just remember to finish your schooling, okay? He's like, finish school. <laughs> oh I was my like, god. all right. Oh my Thanks, god. Man. Yeah. And and you know, I I when I'm looking back on it, when I'm on stage, I'm thinking about the the memory, right? And um you know, I'm I'm laughing. I'm having a good time. I'm like, you know what? I'm here. I don't care what they're going to say. <laughs> yeah. Just, it was just funny. Yeah. You know, I it's laughed. cool I to stage, be I there. Like, Oh, it's funny. You know, he, he, you know, I'm laughing at myself. It's fine. I know the song yeah. wasn't great. And, you know, I had a blast. So when the show aired, I had a big party at the frat, right? Everybody came over. Of course. And, you know, I felt like a rock star for a hot minute. Uh-huh. Um, you were. They edited, 
they edited the show to make me look like I was absolutely dejected when that when the judge said that. Oh, yes. I was like, that's not how it happened, you bastards. Like, that's what I signed off on? Get out of here. Mm-hmm. That's why I can't watch, like, we made an attempt. You wouldn't know because you haven't listened to every episode of this podcast, but we made an attempt. <laughs> <laughs> to watch the bachelorette like the musical version and i was like editing 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 oh. editing at like yeah. Uh-huh. yeah oh i hate that they do that I it's know. so upsetting yeah. yeah because you can make someone look like a real asshole yeah 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 and you basically just sign off saying yeah you can make me look however the hell you want because you have enough sound bites and clips to just piece whatever storyline together that you yeah. want so exactly yeah oh well, i think oh. what i yeah. One of the other judges said the song wasn't original too, because I was naming all the whiskeys. Yeah, thing. yeah. But I, I expected that. That's, and I was that's still a really crowd. cool experience. That's yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. That's we still fun. talk about because mm-hmm. you know afterwards. So you have this country production on one side of this club. Okay, it was called the Cancun Cantina. All right. The <laughs> other Walter? side. The other side of this <laughs> place. It was the complete 180. It was disco, hip-hop, dance beats. Yeah. So after we were done, we just went over there and danced the night away. It yes. was an absolute blast. So, Perfect. Know, it was a great experience, had a lot of fun, and it's just something to remember. You know? Nice. Okay. Wow. That is really cool that you got to do that. That is yeah. so awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I was fortunate enough to do it. I, I don't, to this day, I don't know why they, they chose me to go down with this other girl, but you know, I'm glad oh, they did yeah. Did you get to see like all of the other acts perform and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw the guy that won that regional go on to the TV show. Mm. He didn't last very long, but you know, it was nobody memorable in my in that in that regional. Mm. Uh, but nice. About it. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> then that cool. was before Swerve. So then you went yeah, to Craigslist. Was... You were yep, like, I went to Craigslist. "I'm going to finish school, but I'm also." gonna find a band on craigslist actually i think that kind of pushed me to it to be yeah. like you know what i want more so that's Probably. that's kind of when i, I pushed out and was like you know what i want to try to get a band yeah. yeah i mean that like the feeling of being on stage like it's i mean it's a it, it is literally it's like endorphins and addictive but it is it's like <laughs> yeah i have yeah. nightmares about it <laughs> I, I think and you'll probably agree with this ashley knowing me the way you do but <laughs> a lot of the validation is, is the fun part for me. Mm. You know, it's, you know, people keep coming back out because they, you know, they, they like what you're doing. They like your sound. They like what you're doing. They like how you play and they yeah. like your chemistry. So yeah. that's, that's fun. Yeah. It's like oh. a very good, you get feedback like instantly of like, do you like it? Do you not? Which, right. however you want to feel about that, you can feel about that. But I think it's nice to have that instant like feedback just to know where you yeah. stand, you know? Yeah, and a lot of that, you know, the biggest feedback, and you know, it sucks to say, is is the venues. You know, they mm-hmm. they want you back. That means you're doing something right, and they like your sound. So, mm-hmm. you know, be nice to those guys. If there's more, uh, you know, recommendations that I could give, just be nice to everybody that that is dealing with you at these shows, and yeah, you know, just put it all out there and rock the show, and you'll get called back. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so you leave. So you. You fail at that. You don't fail. You end that <laughs> but journey. But you're successful with Swerve. So then, yeah, you're where did you go Swerve and then from Swerve? So Swerve, um, I'm going to touch on this real fast because this is an, another episode probably. But uh, <laughs> So during the Swerve days, Andrea and I started dating. 
Uh-huh. Even though she thought the other guy was hotter. Yep. Whatever. Right, right. <laughs> but, um, you know, we started dating and obviously it didn't work out. And that's when Swerve kind of broke up. So, uh, oh. you know, from there. So that was the end of that, like, era of Swerve, I could say. Um, you know, but I still wanted to get involved, um, you know, and I, I wanted to kind of explore more of the original realm at this point because I was starting to get in that mm-hmm. mindset, that mentality. Uh-huh. So I went online and I thought, you know, maybe I could be rhythm, guitar and harmony for, you know, s- someone who's got some music out in the area. Uh, maybe that'll propel me to to make the custom contacts in the original scene, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I found a guy, uh, out in Western mass who had an album out. It was very professional sounding. It it was, it was some good music. And, you know, I ended up auditioning for him, uh, as his harmony rhythm guitar player. And, you know, he, he took me right away, which was awesome. Um, you know, I spent a lot of time rehearsing for that because it was, you know, original music I, I, that I don't listen to on the radio, right? I had to actually learn this stuff and not just mm-hmm. by muscle memory. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I got into that band and that took me in a whole nother direction, hmm. right? So, Ashley, I don't know if you know this, Josh was the lead guitar player in that band. Oh, okay. That's, that's how Josh and I met. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. so we were playing all over the place together, and we went to Nashville, did, did some showcases in Nashville. Um, you know, we, we he had a manager, not Josh, the the lead guy we were playing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he had a manager who was you know getting us some some weird gigs, some fun gigs. <laughs> um, but Always. you know, it was, original, it was originals. We were having a good time, you yeah. know, and it, and it, I didn't have the pressure of being the lead guy on my hands, right? So I could just sit back and and hang with the rest of the band just just being tight with harmonies and arranging that way so mm-hmm. it was a different aspect of the game mm-hmm. uh, but you know there were some stories there you know two in particular we went to a nashville showcase it was an industry showcase that we had booked in nashville mm-hmm. and we played at fifth and porter yeah. okay awesome place right we were psyched about this show mm-hmm. you know rehearsed it forever put together a really a really solid set of uh, just original music, you know, it was invite only. So, you know, his manager put together some sort of package to bring people into this showcase Mm -hmm. and, you know, we're ripping it, crushing it, right. Having a blast. The last song comes on, right. It's a song where the drummer, the the rhythm acoustic player and the lead guitar player start the same time. (laughs) And it is a, D, C, G progression, okay? okay? But it's hanging on the E for a couple measures, then to the C for a couple measures, and then to the G for a couple measures. Mm-hmm. Somehow, someone counted wrong, okay? And I came in as the only person to come in. Oh. Right? But instead of playing the correct rhythm, I played Sweet Child of Friggin' Mind, okay? I played, like, Sweet Home Alabama, what? D, C, G, like... What? half the measures of each part oh everyone's God. looking at me going how do we fix this how do we fix this but we're live we can't stop we have to keep going oh no right? so you're doing an, an intro by yourself you intro by a- myself yeah and and, I, and when I, sh- I shit you not i i think about how i could have done it 
professionally, I've thought about how, like, for the last 10 years, and I know exactly how I do it again. But instead of, like, instead of stopping and going, yeah, one, two, three, and then coming back in and everybody being like, whoa, that was a cool little intro part. Instead, we slowly merge (laughs) drums, bass, and lead guitar, the correct rhythm into my odd, wrong, completely bad rhythm to start the song. And we, it was an absolute mess. And uh, nothing, I mean, I, I'd like to say uh, that I've, I fucked it all up, you know, at that point for this guy, but, you know, it was like, I, I felt so bad. Yeah. You know, at the time. And we just laughed it off a couple of <laughs> And apparently the 10 years following, based on what I just heard. Yeah. Oh, I've yeah, thought about it every night for the past 10 years, but it's fine. Uh huh. It was rough. I mean, I don't know if I'm even telling this, you know, doing the story justice, but <laughs> it was one of those just flubs you always yeah. remember, right? Like yeah. We, we've all had, I've had a ton of memory of flubs. Of course. And all I think we've That's- all been a, in a situation where you started a song wrong and you're all looking at each other and then like everyone just agrees to stop and just <laughs> try it again. Like, oh man. Oh, I forgot. I forgot a band in this, uh, in the timeline that I sent you, JC Young. <laughs> oh, so that's what, you know, this, it was Scarlet Drive was JC Young before it was Scarlet Drive. We okay. just changed the name. Okay. We thought JC was to Jesus Christ. Okay. You, you I can't like, get away from it. I cannot, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get away from it. I don't know. Just become so, a Christian artist already. It's just, you can't avoid it. We, we would do that all the time because, you know, we'd have someone in the band who just flubbed and we'd have to stop and start. It was was one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I think for that story, it was really situational because it was an industry showcase. Right. So there was some people. Yeah. Yeah. In a right. Yeah. And I was like, oops. Yeah. And it's almost like worse that it wasn't your your thing at that point. I would think like, I would feel worse if it was like, cause it was someone else's thing. Than right. if it was yeah. my own thing and I fucked it up, like, yeah, oh, ouch. Yeah, it was it was brutal. Yeah, but yeah, so that's where. Okay. You know, so you know, turning it into, you know, kind of my 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 musical path here. Mm-hmm. So that's when you know Josh and I started writing. Okay. In in that band. Yeah. Right. So we were technically his band. It wasn't yeah. like a full band. It was we were backing him. Right. right. So got it. Got it. Right. Self-station. Yeah. But. You know, we started writing and we were bringing all these songs to to the lead guy, mm-hmm. being like, hey, this, you know, we wrote this, here you go, blah, blah. And he didn't want anything to do with them. Right? Just like in Purple Rain. You know, <laughs> it's lost on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've never seen Purple Rain? It's no. a, it is, uh, it's, it's the, like, uh, an, the original version of, um, Eight Mile. <laughs> oh, oh! Okay. I mean, I've seen Eight Mile. <laughs> Me too. The same. I'm gonna have to, I gotta look it up. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look up. Um. Okay. But you know, we'd bring it to him, and he'd he'd kind of put him to the side a little bit. Yeah. And he would say that he'd listen, and he'd he'd do something with them, but just never did. It kind of mm-hmm. fell on deaf ears. Mm-hmm. So you know, Josh and I decided to start an original band as another project. Mm-hmm. And bring those songs to light. Mm-hmm. 
and some of them were absolutely atrocious. Of course. But, um, you know, we found Tim, mm -hmm. the drummer in Scarlet Drive, mm -hmm. through Josh. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Josh knew a guy from his old work okay. who was a bass player. Okay. So we brought him in. Mm -hmm. And he knew a drummer, Tim, brought him in. Okay. So they all kind of knew each other already. So their chemistry was already great. Yeah. Right? They were already buddies. So that was easy. That was an easy transition, and we did great doing it. Um, you know, and that's when my sister came into the into the works. Right. So you know, we wanted a female presence, and I, you know, apparently was not com conversing with Andrea and Ashley because of Andrea breakup. Right. Right. So, um, you know, my sister came in, great singer. Um, you know, very young. Um, you know, she's, I think, six or seven years younger than me. So. You know, we shared the stage, did, did a bunch of things, uh, you know, a bunch of fun gigs. But, you know, at some point, the guys in the band didn't think she was putting the work in, right? Oh, no. Was, you know, didn't think she was cutting it for what we wanted to do. Okay. Um, and, you know, I got outvoted and had to fire my own sister. Oh, no. Oh, I don't like that at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, love you, Kelly. If you're gonna listen to this, <laughs> but I mean, I tell you what, I cherish the times that you know we we shared the stage together. We we yeah. played some awesome stages. We played the Tops Field Fair one mm -hmm. night. Uh, Ooh, that's a fun the one. Big stage, and mm -hmm. the the lead, like the main act, who was supposed to play for you know an hour or two after, mm -hmm. like the competition, um, ended up bailing. Mm -hmm. So they took two of the bands that were kind of playing smaller sets and said, Hey, you want to finish the night off and be mm -hmm. the headliner? And we kind of shared the state. Nice. So that was a cool moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Before you had to fire had, her. Had to, say, had to say bye, sis. Yeah. And I mean, and I assume it all worked out. Okay. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh God, yeah. <laughs> okay. She, actually, she, met her, she met her husband at, uh, at a swerve gig. <laughs> <gasps> Look at that. So you're like mm -hmm. you're welcome. I gave you yeah. I gave you that. I gave you the yeah. that the gift of love. Wow, yeah. she she gave me the gift of being able to at least share a stage with her for a few. <laughs> yeah, Aww. that's sweet. That's sweet. Okay, yeah. so at some point, this band then tur turns into Scarlet Drive, right? Turns from J.C. Young. Yep. To we were going to release some music, and we thought, you know, let's not go the Lord Jesus Savior <laughs> uh, Savior route. <laughs> So you're like, let's let's get another another name together, mm -hmm. and we aligned on the the Scarlet came first, right? Because okay. we loved the the retro aspect of it, but also had a feminine uh, kind of approach to it, like a feminine yeah motif, if yeah. you will. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so we we loved that word, and we just had to pair it with something, and uh, drive just was the vote. Okay. And then at some point you obviously start talking to Andrea again, and then the girls <laughs> join you. <laughs> so she, we did. We, she got you over know, we, you. She moved on. Met the man of her dreams. She found the other guy who they auditioned. <laughs> she, she did. It's Brad. <laughs> Brad. Brad was the other guy. That's who it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they were doing their thing too in another band, um, mm -hmm. cover band, Heart of Boston, for a while. Okay. Uh, they rip. They were ripping. Um, mm -hmm. You know, 
I'm throwing a bunch of like random facts in, but Adam, the new Scarlet Drive guitar player, was the guitar player in Heart of Boston. So again, okay. it's it's kind of that. It's, it's so incestual. That, it's that circle of musicians yeah. that were that we're only playing with each other. Yeah. Every once in a while. Right. You know? yeah. um, and it's tough to to kind of get somebody else in that. Yeah. Uh, in that circle. No, it's because cool. we're we're also used to playing with each other so much. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what are some of your favorite Scarlet Drive? Um, gig memories i know you guys have done some cool and some crazy stuff Uh, i got a i got a good one um and i'll always remember this one because we opened for one of my musical heroes mr huey lewis (gasps) shut the fuck up shut the fuck up oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) i will not shut the fuck up oh (laughs) i was kidding don't shut the fuck up i want to hear everything about him So just, you know, his sports CD was the first CD I ever bought. Oh, my God. Right. So <gasps> this is this is how far back I go with this this gentleman. Um, so, again, we entered another contest. Right? It was a Facebook contest. And We're we had, we had we moved from Craigslist to Facebook. Got it. Yep. Okay. yep. Yeah. Yeah. As and the centuries advanced. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> We're here live with Rip Van Winkle detailing his journey centuries. As the dinosaurs got extinct, you know, we ended up going to Facebook. Um, we had a, you know, an opportunity to open for Huey, and it was for a Fourth of July contest, and it was out west. It was Bank of the West was doing this, was putting on this show, and we thought, why the hell not? Right. Even though we're we're nowhere close to these people, you know, we'll throw our hat in the ring and see if we can get enough, uh, you know, followers locally to to vote for us. Right. Mm -hmm. So we've you know, at this point, we've had we have an album and an EP. So we've got a fair share of originals to at least play an original show. We go out there for 45 minutes. Nice 45 minute, 30, 45 minute set. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, So. We submit, we win round one. And we're like, oh, pumped. We made it through. We figured that was, it was a good chance because we were really driving those. Like we were flooding everybody's social media. We were, we were, I feel like that's all we did for a yeah. month, right? It's email everybody, vote, 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 right? Mm-hmm. So we get to the, the final round and we're against a bunch of local Omaha, Nebraska bands, <laughs> right? So a lot, so when we, you know, I finally get the call and Lay's like, hey, um, how about you come to Omaha and open for Huey Lewis? I flipped out, flipped the hell out. No like, way. But then all the local bands started chiming in being like all pissed because they're saying that the amount of people that voted, all the local artists are sharing votes. Cause it wasn't like a, you know, I think it was like one or two votes per, it wasn't, you could vote every day, vote every day. Oh, right. So, you know, we got, a specific set of votes from New England and uh, they were sharing all of them from Omaha. So I think that's yeah, kind of what that's interesting. That's an interesting strategy. Right. I mean, we yeah. didn't think of that at the time, but you know, yeah. once the local artists there started saying that stuff, we're like, yeah, damn right. They had a um, real electoral college set up for this whole voting system. <laughs> uh, they should. They should. They're like, yeah. yeah, for real. Yeah. It was nuts. That call is something I'll always remember. Um, you know, and there was, there's another piece of the story that's really fun. And it just makes me feel like, I'll never feel like this again, but it, it made me feel like the biggest rock star. My parents had booked 
a big family cruise up to uh, the Bay of Fundy. Same weekend. All right. So I'll get to that story later. So we we set up and they, you know, there's a bunch of correspondence back and forth because obviously we can't, you know, bring much, most of our gear down there, right? Right. Because uh, we're flying. Yeah. So they set us up with a company so we can basically cherry pick the instruments we want to use on this stage. All right. Okay. It was awesome. Tim got like the best drum kit. <laughs> of course. Um, it was all the stuff that people wanted to play, but never could afford it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we pumped it up. We were like, yeah, we want this, 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 this. So they supplied everything. Right. Um, you know, there was another like semi, you know, probably a C-list band out there uh, from Nashville that played. They were called Mockingbird Sun. These guys were phenomenal. You know, we, we were kind of hanging out with them because our sets were, you know, in front of Huey Lewis's humongous set. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we get there. It's it's like the rock star treatment, right? We got our, our free hotel. We get, you know, interviewed scheduled times. Uh, it is 100 degrees, you know, dry heat. You know, we, we show up to the venue you know, a day, a day prior just to look at the set and just to, just to see it. And, you know, we got reporters that were coming up to us, interviewing us right away. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I got sweat dripping down my face. Um, I don't even know what the hell I said. I think I blacked out. You're like, um, Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, they're, they're doing a bunch of, just a bunch of taping. Right. And, um, you know, the showtime comes, we stayed under the set. I think we were under the, we were kind of lamos, right? I wanted to really do well and, and position ourselves for success, right? So we sat underneath the stage rehearsing for 30 minutes. Aww. Like I warmed up for probably 45 because mm-hmm. I really wanted to be on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we met Huey backstage, uh, you know, had a bunch of people. It was just, it was very fun to be in that situation, right? Like we, we did some tours of the stage, you know, sound checks, all that. Showtime. And I'm, I'm, I'm burning through this show because I know we're, we've been on this thing for a long time and I want to get through a lot. So showtime starts. We're up. We start ripping, right? And we're, we're playing well. There's probably it's, – it's open seating. So they said there okay. was like 60,000 people, right? Like wow. just camping and, and all that stuff. It was like your, your typical outdoor festival, yep. huge, yep. right? Okay. So we're playing – the middle of our set, bass rig dies. Right? <gasps> no. In the, middle of a, in the middle of a song. Okay. So we have to like figure out how to not stop, continue playing while their techs were diving into the bass cab yeah. trying to figure out what was wrong. Yeah. I think we finished we finished that song with no bass. I talked to the audience a little bit, which is way easier on a huge stage like that, by the way. Oh, yeah? So much you, easier. No eye contact. Oh, yeah. Uh, exactly. You don't feel like you're connecting with one individual. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah, don't feel yeah. like you're spinning the bass. Yeah, it was unbelievable. So, you know, I talked to the crowd while they were trying to fix the bass. They got it fixed. The last song is, is Blame the Whiskey. I think it was one of our, our first kind of mm-hmm. songs that really identified us. It's a great um, song. Just straight rock song, you know? Yeah. A uh, little southern rock. We're playing it, and apparently we went long. And the sound guys were telling us that we had to be done, right? And we're 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 not even we were probably made it to after the solo, right? So we're kind of at the outro, anyways. But they, they can't get my attention because my attention's friggin' yeah. you know, eyes forward. Yeah. And Tim and Josh and 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 Keith, our bass, drum, and guitar player, 
had to all kind of come together and end on a really <laughs> weird way. And I was yeah. like continuing to sing whatever part was supposed to be there. So I ended up looking like the, the asshole and I'm like, oh, oh, like, oh no. we're getting cut off. Oh, okay, that's our time. Oh, you know, no. Uh, I guess I guess we're done. You know, it was just it was just a funny just oh, on age story. It's like you guys gave us a bad bass rig and now you're cutting us short? What the heck? Oh. But you know, the, the texts and everything were awesome. They they loved us. We had fun with them. You know, yeah. we just we took it all in and we didn't you know, just, just had fun, made friends. And then the news but, all jumped on stage to play. The news. Oh god, yeah, they all they all they, we got front row. Oh god, oh. it was unbelievable show. Amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So cool. Then we went out then we went out on the town mm. that night, obviously. <laughs> we had um a couple of the girlfriends and wives there. Um and we ended up getting into a little Omaha tussle, which was a riot, okay, <laughs> with two two of the local Omaha idiots, right? So we're in this bar, this dive, and, our, and these two guys just start talking nonsense to, to a couple of our guys. So we end up leaving, and they're, they're heckling and everything, and, and me and, and Tim are up out front. <laughs> We were walking first, trying to catch up to, you know, Courtney was there and, and Tim's wife, who were, like, on the curb, you know, 50 feet down the road. And then Josh and Tim come out, and then those two guys come out following Josh and Tim. So we're like, Let's, oh, can we just go? We need to get out of here. I don't want to do this right now. <laughs> so, you know, me and Tim turn around, and all of a sudden we see Josh and Tim walking back to them. We're oh, like, oh, my. oh, God. No. So me and Tim were like, all right. So we start walking just in case something's going to happen. And we get halfway down there, and one of the other guys throws a punch at Josh, <gasps> who swiftly dodges it like a pro. Okay. Yeah. He, he dodged this thing ridiculous. And these, these two other guys were drunk and out of shape. All right. I'm just yeah. going to say that. Yeah. So, you know, we get there, me and Tim. <laughs> now it's four against two, right? They really didn't stand a chance. It, it, I'll spare you the details. <laughs> They they ended up not doing so hot, oh, man. but then four cop cars just barrel on all of us. All right, just come right out of nowhere. Oh, come right out. We're you know we're yelling at them or not yelling at the cops. We're yelling at the two yeah. guys still, you know, saying they jumped us, they jumped us. What the hell's going on? Blah blah. Mm-hmm. Cop looks at us. He goes, "You guys good? <laughs> all right, cool. You guys go home. They're going to jail." And he took those two and took them oh, to jail. Shit. We we got scot free. We went home. <laughs> Why was it? Because like they could tell these guys were just like drunk, and apparently they saw what happened. They oh. saw him throw first punch. Got it. Got it. From wherever they were, we didn't yeah. know they were around. They're, they're staked out. They somewhere. saw something. Either oh. either they saw that, or they know these guys to be goons that right. start trouble. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's Omaha. Yeah. So. <laughs> but you know, then wow. you know, then we get the we get into the car, go back to the hotel. You know, keep drinking, having fun, laughing yeah. about the situation. Oh he God. got hurt, right? So, I mean, yeah. Tim got his shirt ripped off. So we don't even know how, but because <laughs> he's got half his shirt on, we're like, "What the heck did you do?" <laughs> he but, ripped it off himself. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was an intimidation tactic. I'm pretty sure Tim tackled one of them into the street, like or into like a parked car, and the oh kid ripped his shirt on, on the way down. Unbelievable! <laughs> it was absolutely right. Oh. But that, I mean. To make songs. I mean, we wrote a song about it. I was going to you know? say, Omaha yeah. Tussle sounds like a song name. 
it's in uh, our song called Fool on the uh, next train EP. Very old, you know, older. Uh-huh. I think that was in like 2000 or so. But nice. There's a line in there about uh, a scrape in Omaha. So There you go. Oh, my God. Mm. Wow. <sighs> oh, 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 hold on. The next part of it, which was awesome. <laughs> so the whole time I'm talking to, this is the cruise aspect of it. Oh, oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew I wasn't making the cruise up there. Yeah. Clearly. It was an opportunity for me to fly into Canada and board the ship for the ride back, mm-hmm. right? But I had to throw this, like, logistic nightmare to the Bank of the West to say, ooh, could you possibly do this? You know, can I, instead of taking the flight back to Boston, right. can I take a flight up to, I don't know where it was, Nova Scotia or the frig it is, yeah. the Bay of Fundy, and board, you know, up there. And they were like, you know what, Chris, let me, let me look at what the costs are, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and they were able to get it done. I was able to fly up nice. there. Nice. About, an, it was, I think it was like an hour or two away from the where the cruise ship was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I got into some taxi, some, <laughs> I don't even know if it was, but this guy had like, yeah. the top was down. We were cruising in the mountains. <laughs> Like hands out the window. I'm like, this is straight out of a storybook. I'm like, it's freaking awesome, right? Get to the ship. We get on it. Um, go up to the pool deck, and everybody's just sitting there. When I like stroll through the uh, the double doors, and we're all just going nuts, having fun. Oh, dude, it was the best. We cruised home, and it was uh, it was definitely a weekend to remember. Amazing. It was the perfect weekend. Yeah. You peaked. Awesome. You did. You did. I, I peaked. So you you peaked, but I then where the where the journey takes you is to now, right? So Russell James Land is our current stop on the journey. You're so, right. So tell yep. us what's what's coming up for Russell James. What's There's a on? lot. There's a lot coming up. So I released my debut song, uh, Bible Belt, which is not a Christian rock song. Everybody, it's not, but it's great. Um, as far as the title would tell you, uh-huh. but I released that song back in September, uh, to all digital platforms. That's the first song off my new album. I'm, I've been working hard on the new album. It's coming out hopefully in the spring. Uh, it's 13 original songs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot on this thing. I mean, I started writing this a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, and, and they say, if you write more, you get better. Yeah. So, you know, some of these songs, are older, but more important, you know, they have some value, you know, some sentimental value too. Yeah. And then some of the newer ones are just, I love them. They're, they're mm-hmm. so much fun. Um, you know, Adam, who is the new guitar player in Scarlet Drive, yep. or at least he was for the interim until COVID happened. Yeah. He's producing five songs off the album. Nice. Now I have another producer, Brian, who was the lead guitar player in Swerve. Swerve. Yep. Who is producing the other eight? Nice. Or seven. Okay. Nope. It's eight. Math. Seven. How does math work? 13 songs? Eight. <laughs> I can handle how, many did I, how many did Adam do? The, the rest. He did how about the rest? Five, five and eight. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Brian's doing eight. So, you know, I get to I get to work with guys that I've, I've played with and that yeah. I know very well. You know, and that's, that's awesome because it just makes things so much easier. Right? Yeah. Um, it just makes it more fun, right? You're not pressured to go to a Nashville producer and spend all all sorts of money yeah. uh, trying to conform to what they want to do, yeah. right? It's all about 
you know, the collaboration with Adam and Brian, and it's been phenomenal. Um, they're two completely different producers with, you know, unique aspects to the game, but, you know, the songs are coming out phenomenal. And it's it's just coming together, man. It's, it's fun. The stuff that's that you've put out so far, it's awesome. I'm loving it. I mean, I'm a fan of your, your writing and all of your projects. So I think, you know, obviously we will tag all your stuff on social media and everything. So if you're yeah. listening, make sure that you're, that. make sure you're following everything. Make sure you're following the Scarlet Drive, Russell James. Yeah. This thing's going to have a lot of different aspects to the game, right? A lot of different yeah. aspects of, of my life um, that are funny. Like I don't, I don't, get too, I don't get too serious on this thing. I'm not Ooh. a serious person. I think actually, you know that I can be dramatic, 100%, but I'm certainly not serious when it comes to music. Like I have trouble writing like sentimental love songs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm writing a love song, it's going to come with a fun play to it. It'll be like a sarcastic something element yeah. or funny, yeah, yeah, fun kind of, yeah. There's gonna to, be a to... song about the time you slipped on the ice and a banana peel, <laughs> and a banana peel that was on the ice. Yeah. Well, so there's a song about the first time I tried dip. I puked all over the bathroom. That's oh, ew! Oh yeah, I was in the bathroom for uh, like two hours. Okay. Back in my teens, so that that's a song that made it in the album. That's a fun one. Nice. There's a few diss tracks on there. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. a diss track. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And not like th- there's no underlying theme to it. Like it's you'll know it's a it's a diss track. Okay. Um All right. you know, a couple just stories, just fantasy stories. Yeah. Or like uh, you know, stories that yep. are just fun. Yep. But you know, aside from that, you know, you gotta continue writing, right? So I didn't write these thirteen and then just concentrate on the thirteen for promotion and, and for, for release. Yeah. I've got enough material right now to probably go the next 10 years of releases if I wanted to release them one at a time. Yeah. Right. So the idea this year is to really, re- is to release the album, which is 13 and then two follow on EPs okay. of four songs. Nice. The second EP, the first EP, hopefully in the summer, because that's all summer jams. Like it's okay. pop country to the yeah. max. I think I have beer and, three of the four uh, <laughs> titles. Okay. It's just for fun, right? Like I needed, I need those for stage for energy. Like yeah. you need those, like, that type of material to just have fun on stage. Yes. Right. We need the summer jams. And the EP that will probably come late fall, if not early winter mm-hmm. is um, I'm, I'm dubbing it, you know, prematurely probably, but the Western EP. Okay. So it's got a lot of good, bad, and the ugly vibe to it. All right. Um, so all those songs in it, um, you know, have this kind of Western aspect, you know, kind of outlaw uh, formation to them and production to them. And yeah, it's right. it's just, it's awesome because I'm, I'm kind of going on each end of the spectrum here. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a big year, hopefully. I just got to find the money to put into it. <laughs> And, and I mean, hopefully gigs will come back. And so I was going to say, like, here's the deal. I mean, I think that it would be great to have you and Ashley and Andrea come back and dive into some of those Swerve and Scarlet Drive days. Um, yeah. And then sure they have stories yeah. that are 
well beyond what I can even remember. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. And then, I mean, once you're out there and able to really do the Russell James thing live, once, you know, the world is back to normal, I'm sure we will have, uh, you know, gigs to talk about. Maybe you want to come back and talk about those diss tracks once everything's released. <laughs> I would love to. All right. I want to right. hear about those for sure. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. All right, then. I think it's time for me to ask what everyone is listening to. Yeah, yes. So, um, yeah, we always have a a recommendation at the end of our episodes here. So, what the hell am I listening to? Um, We always act, Terry, like this is a surprise to us. I know. Oh, you know what? Okay. So, I... um, the uh, Lennon, so <laughs> Lennon Stella um, is an artist who she, I think, kind of came into the mainstream or got popular, famous, whatever, with her sister. So Lennon and Maisie, they were on the, the TV show Nashville. They made like some, you know, oh, yeah. videos that went viral. They're, you know, sisters. They were like super young when they. Um, were on the show and when they had like some YouTube videos, um, that kind of took off and like amazing harmonies, you know, sibling harmonies. You just, you can't beat it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and great singers, great songwriters, you know, now they're a little bit older. They're putting out some, you know, solo content and stuff like that. So, um, I've been listening to Lennon's, um, most recent solo album. And then I'm just really digging the Lennon and Maisie Spotify radio station. Like, you know, it puts all the similar music in some of theirs. It's like a lot of stuff that I already listened to all together. And then I found like a few new artists and stuff from that. So I guess officially I'll recommend Lennon Stella, but then that Lennon and Maisie radio is really really nice. really good for me right now this week <laughs> how about you guys what are you listening to currently terry go ahead. oh oh do i get to go first sure. um, like we i think we talked about on our last episode i've been weirdly not listening to a lot of music again yeah um, but oh yeah you can do tv shows or others but podcasts. but something i have been putting on a lot when i do decide to put on music is rem i've been listening to a oh, lot of rem back. Okay. I'm, I love, cool. I know, I don't know why REM specifically, like, but I do, I'll go through phases like that. Like I'm going to listen to a lot of Radiohead. Like I'm going to listen to a lot of Foo Fighters or whatever. And yeah. REM, I've always been like automatic for the people has always been one of my favorite albums. Nice. So I'll put that on and then you just kind of go like, Oh, now I want to listen to this. Now I want to listen to that. And yeah. then I just like cycle through there. Yeah. Discography. So a lot of REM going on over here. Nice. But, cool. Well, for me, you know, I uh, I think like a lot of people, I usually listen to the, most of my music if I'm driving to work. Yeah, and a lot of people aren't doing that anymore, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my music is more background during the workday. Yeah. You know, in the office, in the home office. But when I do crank it up, you know, I'm doing I'm doing a lot of the the new country pop stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. Just for production value, I love it. Uh, it's got great energy. It's also sort of my research, too. Yeah. Um, but I'm kind of digging a few people right now. Cameron Marlowe is a big one. His voice is awesome. Um, he's got a sweet EP live stream okay. on YouTube. If oh, you cool. guys want, want to check it out. 
the cool. the production value on this live stream is unbelievable. Wow, cool. And my, my son loves it, and he repeatedly wants to hear one song off that live stream EP <laughs> and things in front of it all the time. Aww. It's a right. Um, so him, um, you know, the, the Morgan Wallen double album is, is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think like you two, I, I kind of, I gravitate towards some of these new country playlists mm-hmm. that have like 50,000. I don't like the ones that have like 20 over, <laughs> or whatever. not even that oh, followers. The, oh, oh, like oh yeah. So I don't like the ones that have that many followers. I like the sure. ones that are kind of low on the spectrum as, as far as big uh, yeah. playlists. Because that's where you find those guys that finally get on a playlist that have been trying mm-hmm. to get on a playlist for a while where they have one song released. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, specifically, um, you know, Tyler Braden is a good one. Nice. He's got an amazing voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate Smith. There are all these guys that just, they're phenomenal, but they don't get you know, the notoriety that these big guys are getting right now because yeah. of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's how I like to find my music now is kind of gravitating toward those new country cool. playlists and sure. seeing what's out there. And yeah. it gives you a good grasp of I think, the genre too and the, uh, the industry. Yeah. I did playlists a lot, especially over the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I definitely found, I do a different type of playlist, but I definitely hear something and go like, oh shit, I want to listen to that. And mm-hmm. I, I love those Spotify playlists. They're mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are. There's one right now. It's, it's kind of a fusion of pop and country. Mm. It's called Popco. Oh, ah, okay. Jam, jam after jam. I'm Sweet. Telling you. We'll check it out. Cool. Well, yeah, we'll add some of those um, songs and artists and stuff to our playlist. Um, and yeah, so you can find us, follow us, Gig Tales podcast everywhere. And we'll obviously, we'll post the links and everything so you can follow all the Russell James stuff. There's a lot of stuff coming out and it's already stuff out, but a lot of stuff that'll be coming your way, it sounds like, in the next few months or so, hopefully. Um, so yeah, I hope. Today. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to do... I'm trying to get the album done before I'm trying to build the content, which yeah. is tough. It's tough because yeah. all my time and energy, you know, I don't have a lot of time. Yeah. You know, I have a three-year-old and a full-time job. So yeah. I'm trying to sporadically get this stuff done when I can. And yeah. I just don't have the time, like the YouTube content and, right. you know, it's a lot. TikTok challenges. I can't keep <laughs> up. You know? You're doing a but, lot though. It, there's a lot of good stuff. I just, uh, you know, my goal is to just have people listen. And if they like one song off the album, thank you. That's all I really want. I mean, this stuff's fun and I can't wait to play it and share it with everybody. I appreciate you guys giving me an avenue to kind of promote it. Of course. And tell some fun, fun stories. Of course. We appreciate you coming on and sharing those stories. And you'll be back. You'll be back. You have more. I know you do. So (laughs) way more in there. We know it. There's a lot. Awesome. (laughs) <laughs> well, if you liked what you heard, then tell all your friends about Gig Tales and Russell James. And if you didn't like what you heard, tell your enemies about Gig Tales and Russell James. <laughs> Sweet. All of them. All right. Bye. Bye. And Bye. keep gigging. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Gig Tales, Gig Tales, Gig Tales. Big tail! Big tail! Big tail! Big tail! Big tail! Big tail!
Yeah.